Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking Kansas City Chief running backs today. This running back room is loaded with talent. Will they draft a running back? Will Isaiah Pacheco look to be a high-end running back too in fantasy football 2023 he could be he could be better than that or does mckinnon get in the way who was literally a top four running back in fantasy football for a six-game stretch in 2022 but will he even be used he's 31 years old we don't know and clyde edwards alaire entering his fourth year and the rumor is the chiefs will not pick up his fifth year option walking into the next year so this is when you trade an rb that you aren't gonna pick up that fifth year option on a first round pick you trade him before year four which is going to be their last year if you're not picking up that option where does he go does he get paired back up with joseph cigar smoking burrow as a bangle we're talking about all this and more the fantasy football show begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty Let's kick it off with Pacheco. This guy is an absolute monster. The way he runs, he's aggressive. He's a hard-nosed runner, uh, a lot of heart, a lot of grit, ability to catch the football, ability to run the football. He's got it all. He's got all the tools that that make him a potential high-end running back, too. Let's temper expectations and not start coining him a running back one, but like high-end running back, two. if the Chiefs and and Mahomes and Andy Reid use this guy like we think they're capable of, of using him. The problem problem is history tells us that Andy Reid who used to be all about building up an elite running back has kind of evolved into running everything through Mahomes and so we have a track record a new track record if we throw Andy Reid's old running back regime and, and constant churning out of, of elite running backs Kareem Hunt uh, Jamal Charles we, we got a whole long list of RBs that were absolutely electric and monstrous under Andy Reid but lately we don't see it Clyde was a first round pick and they still failed to fully utilize him and he started off 2022 on fire Clyde started off 2022 on a terror look he had two touchdowns uh receiving a week number one he had no touchdowns a week number two but as you can see he had one touchdown a week number three he had two touchdowns again in week number four so Clyde was on a terror he even scored uh, a couple weeks later, but then he fell off. He dropped off. He was used, utilized a ton too. 32 receiving yards, 44, 39. He had a 42-yard rushing game in week one. He had 74 yards on eight carries in week two. He had 92 rushing yards in week number four. He was on a terror. Then what happened? Andy Reid, he changed course. He started leaning on Jarek McKinnon. What did McKinnon do? This guy McKinnon went on an absolute stretch. McKinnon went on to have a touchdown from weeks 13 through 18 in every single game from weeks 13 through 18. He had one, two, two, if you include this rushing touchdown, one, two, one, three multiple 
touchdown games. Over 100 yards total in week number 15. 112 yards receiving week number 13. Guy was an absolute monster. Then Isaiah Pacheco enters the picture, has four touchdowns in the in, in the final six games during during the regular season. Then drops this um, amazing Super Bowl effort where he showed grit and toughness. Uh, 76 yards on, on 15 carries, a, a rushing touchdown. It's important to note that Pacheco didn't do much in the receiving department pretty much all year in the uh, championship game, though, against the Bengals. He did five receptions on six targets for 59 yards. So a very good outing there. But not a lot of usage in the receiving role pretty much all year long, even when he went on his run the final you know six games of the season. What do we expect? Do we expect more of the same of Andy Reid to make us real excited about a running back in the postseason? think Damian Williams two years in a row your memory might be foggy but Damian looked like fire coming out of two playoff runs and we thought week one we're going to see Damian Williams unleash we didn't Damian Williams disappointed majorly and he was easily set up as much as Pacheco coming out of that that playoff run he was he looked phenomenal in the playoffs people might forget it but Andy Reid disappointed us. And if we think Pacheco's locked on to the running back, one role in Kansas City, I'm not saying he isn't, but if we think it's an absolute lock, we must remember that three running backs looked amazing. I just went over it in 2022 alone. We have no guarantee with Pacheco. All we have is a whole lot of upside. He's almost moon man material. I'll tell you that right now. I look at Pacheco and I think to myself, this is a potential moon man, a guy that can rock with the moon men who currently are this list right here. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. I could easily see Pacheco down here in one of these spots that's open for a moon man. Space monsters. However, I think until until we get more of a, an indication that Kansas City's not going to go after a big name rookie running back or at least a medium name rookie running back until we see uh, a Clyde Edwards-Alaire traded off this team we may not have like a, a real high confidence level that Pacheco is going to be for sure the guy now McKinnon is 31 years old that's an old RB in today's NFL world 27 is the new 30 28 is the new 31 so if this guy's 31 he's really 85 years old and while he he receives a little more than he runs and that could equate to maybe another year or so of him being active he's had a lot of history trying to stay healthy he's bounced around from Minnesota to San Francisco could stay healthy in San Francisco comes over to KC and it's like at 31 years old do we really believe he's going to stay healthy and conquer the situation that that consumed him like Clyde at the beginning of the year. Clyde did well, got consumed by the rotation. McKinnon looked great, got consumed by the rotation, emerged Pacheco. I don't know that he's just going to run in and take it back and roll with it, but would I take him in the double-digit rounds in a fantasy draft or best ball draft promo code Smitty on underdog fantasy where I see... Uh, you can get a $100 match dollar for dollar on your first deposit. Uh, go play best ball. It's fantastic. But I've seen McKinnon go like in round 14, round 15, round 13. And honestly, when you get to that point and you're like, I need an RB, it's not a bad look. But that is a far cry of 14, 13, 15 round pick from what we thought we might see walking into 2023 early mock drafting when we were sitting there in, in the thick of his big explosion when he was dropping massive loads all over the field in weeks 13 through 18. When he had one receiving touchdown, two receiving touchdowns, two total touchdowns in week number 15, then a touchdown, then two touchdowns, then one t- 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Touchdown, he's scoring touchdowns like they're nothing. When we were in the middle of this week 13 through 18 run, we thought this guy's going to be a second-round pick in redraft 2023. I mean, it crossed our minds. We did kick around the idea he's 31. Wait a minute. We did kick around the idea that, hey, Clyde was the guy early on. Now it's McKinnon. What if it becomes Pacheco? And it did. I I don't know how I feel about McKinnon other than to tell you, take a flyer on him in double-digit rounds in the the 12, 11, 15 range. And and if you need an RB, it's a good good little swing. As for Pacheco's ADP, we've seen him go. Here's two different best ball drafts on underdog. He went at the turn, at the 5-6 turn, okay, in that draft. And he went at the, oh my God, look at this one. He went at the top of round seven in this draft. These are two drafts that I drafted that that are far apart. They're not back-to-back on different shows. So a range of uh, bottom of five, top of seven. That's fantastic value. For a guy that could be a top 10 to 15 running back, a guy that could be a high-end running back too, that's not a very high cost of entry. The risk might be baked in. If he climbs into like round four, I'm probably out given the likelihood of some sort of change and switch over to another RB. But I like his upside enough, Pacheco, in round seven. Easy. Round six, I'm liking it. Round five, even end of five, start to get a little bit more concerned because in round five, we're talking about players like Jameer Gibbs. We're talking about uh, Damian Pierce, George Pickens, Mike Evans, Kyle Pitts, who I love more in round six to seven. But my point being, a lot safer players to grab than Pacheco. But if Pacheco's being grabbed in round uh, six and a half to seven, you're talking about Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, Gabe Davis, Tyler Algier, who I do like, J.K. Dobbins, Deshaun Watson, Charbonnet, who I do I do love more than Pacheco. I'm telling you that right now. Just make sure you draft Charbonnet in round seven. Don't draft him too early and get in your own way and ruin ADP and ruin your upside of getting Charbonnet as your seventh drafted player. But all those other names I listed, aside from Charbonnet, I mean, Lockett, uh, uh, Keenan Allen, Traylon Burks, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, J.K. Dobbins. Give me, give me Pacheco all day. So important. His risk level with the high end running back two upside he does have. It's all very tied to where you're taking him. As for Clyde, I, I don't know where Clyde's going to go in fantasy drafts. I do. It's like round 15 to to not drafted. You could literally draft Clyde as your last pick right now in an underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. Uh, link in description. You can literally draft Clyde as your last pick such an advantage in drafting early on underdog because you're you're able to to get these rookies you're able to get situations like Clyde's or Pacheco's before Pacheco climbs into round four and five at round seven you're able to get all this before things change you're you're taking advantage of people that don't really verse themselves in fantasy football year round you're ahead of the curve if you're watching right now on this channel you're ahead of the curve Clyde could get traded he's entering his fourth year first round rookies have a fifth year option for teams that they can pick up and 
And we're being told right now by The Athletic that the Chiefs are not expected to pick up Clyde Edwards-Alaire's fifth-year option, which means that he will likely be looked at as a, a potential trade piece for 2023, heading into 2023, because think about it, if you're not going to pick him up on his fifth-year option, you're losing him after this 2023 season plays. And if you're not really factoring him into the offense, and they, they clearly didn't, he faded. You know, I know he got hurt, but they just didn't want to involve him late in the year. And so Clyde has an opportunity to get you draft capital and maybe it's a real low amount but you could get something back and guess who would love to play football with this guy right here this man joseph cigar smoking burrow and and i know it's easy to say oh clyde failed he's a joke he's never going to be a good running back smitty he's slow he's not good like i know you don't need to tell me all the negatives about clyde and i'm not trying to sit here and say clyde is for sure bouncing back guys go ahead and make sure you grab this guy because it's going to be i'm saying there's a shot here if clyde's value an NFL career is going to get revived. I do think it's going to be in a place like Cincinnati where he played college football with Joe Burrow. They brought in Jamar Chase. Clearly, they're worried about what Joe Burrow wants. They want to provide Joe Burrow the tools he wants. And with Mixon dropping off, the mileage increasing on this guy every single year, and he just looks like he he dropped off big time. Joe Burrow loves CEH. And I don't care if anybody agrees with what Joe Burrow said. That's not the point here. The point is how much he loves him. Joe Burrow said that Clyde was the best player in college football the year that Clyde came out of college. Joe Burrow has played with some of the best players in the National Football League. Joe Burrow played with both Bosa brothers, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, obviously Jamar Chase, the receivers. We don't have to go into detail about how many players this guy's played with. He's played with the best of the best. And I'm not saying his evaluation is really correct or that he doesn't have some kind of best friend loyalty to say this, but he said that Clyde Edwards-Alaire was better than all of them in college. In college, understand what I'm saying. And my point is that he wants Clyde. I can I can tell you right now, if Clyde is available for trade for some garbage uh, low-end pick, and, and the Athletics reporting that Mixon could even get cut. Now, speculation. But, but point is, there might be a job opening and a reason to go get an RB, and Joe Burrow might be the one to say, Get her done. He's going to be saying... No, no one calls anybody anymore. He's texting. Hey, get Clyde on, on a bus right now over here. No, in fact, a, a first-class flight. Joe Burrow and the Bengals could revive Clyde's career, and they and they know how to play together. Take a flyer on uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the final rounds of your underdog draft. Promo code SMITTY. Get that match of up to $100, dollar for dollar. Link in the description. Draft early. But but take a, a share or two of Clyde in that final round territory. You know, like I'm talking like pick 18 or 19 or 20 round range. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about anything near round 10, 11, 12. I'm talking about in round 17, 16, 20. Take Clyde. Just throw him on your best ball roster because if he gets traded to Cincy, he could be revived. And if he doesn't, big deal. Probably He's probably landing somewhere. I know a lot of people don't believe in Clyde. I do. I still think Clyde's got a lot of talent. Do I think it's going to evolve? I don't know. I, the odds are kind of against it at this point, entering his, his fourth year, to be honest with you. But I'm rooting for him, and I'm rooting for this match. I appreciate you watching the Fantasy Football Show. Subscribe if you're new. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com for your year-round rankings, bold predictions, text advice. I've got a one-on-one text advice feature. I drop my famous bold predictions on this site every year, and I've got a trade calculator. The reason I got into the fantasy industry and, and developed what I believe to be the first trade calculator 
in the fantasy football space in 2003 instant-based trade calculator is because I, I sat there as a consumer like you wanting content year-round. There weren't, there weren't year-round rankings that were completely year-round, like in February, March, April, didn't matter. Redraft rankings that were year-round, I wanted it. So I created it. I wanted a trade calculator during the offseason. I wanted to run a trade in March, April, May, any time of the year through a trade calculator. Dynasty and Redraft, there wasn't one. I created it. I got into the fantasy space because I was once you consuming content and not getting what I wanted. I'm here to solve problems. That's why I'm in the business. I've been in the business over 20 years and I work for you. Now get out of here. I mean, since I work for you, can I be dismissed? This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.